everyone, and welcome back to the Riverdale Recap Podcast. Today, we will be talking about the premiere episode of Riverdale Season 7, the long-awaited final season, and the episode titled Don't Worry Darling. Yes, we heard so much talk about Don't Worry Darling, and this is what it was all, all the press was about, the first episode of Riverdale Season 7. I'm Mary Kwiatkowski, and I am joined, as always, by my truly terrific co-host, Kirsten McKinnis. Kirsten, it's been 900 years <laughs> since we last talked. Uh, yeah, I've apparently it's only been like four-ish months, uh, but it feels like longer than that since there's been Riverdale. And to be honest, I was kind of hoping it would still be more time before there was more Riverdale, but that's fine. I'll survive. I do think it is very, like, on brand for the CW to name something, don't worry, darling, (laughs) like, several months after there was any relevance to that. Uh, Good for them. Yeah, but compared to all their other episode titles, this is probably the most relevant thing that I've ever named it after. Yeah, you know what? You're not wrong. Uh, But you know what? It was was an episode of Riverdale. No, no, we're not doing this. Close But No Cigar. I won't complain. Fresh season. This is new. Mary, new what are we do- Who is this for? It's for me. Tell, I, it's for no, me. it's not for you. <laughs> it's a punishment for you. Who it's, is this for? I was so happy that Riverdale came back. I really was. I didn't think I would be. I dreaded it. I dreaded it. And every time they pushed the re- release date for the premiere, because it was supposed to be in uh, January, it was the original date. And it kept getting pushed and pushed. And I was like, oh, thank you. I need a break. And then I sat down and I turned on my CW on the computer. I was going to say on my TV, but I didn't watch it on TV. And the second it started, I was like, oh man, you know what? This show can both be bad and my favorite thing at the same time. So, um, and speaking of being bad and my favorite thing at the same time. No, 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 no. no. Start over. Say something else. Say anything else. And to round out the final season, we could not do it alone. We had to bring in our other sometimes regular co-host. It's Hannah Elam. Hannah, it has been longer since I've seen you. Oh, yes, even longer. One of the best things about this episode was that I noticed as I was watching it on the CW app that it was only 33 (laughs) minutes instead of a 42-minute episode. And I was like, this is refreshing. I'm okay with this. Yeah. It was really, oh, maybe that's why it felt really short. Oh, my God, it felt so long to me. (laughs) Kirsten, (sighs) we're going to get comments. They know me by now. This is who I am. It is. It is. But that's that's okay. You know, I feel like we're the trifecta here. It's like I bring the positive vibes. Kirsten brings the realism. <laughs> Hannah keeps us on track. <laughs> she's already corrected us pre-podcast about like dates and times and things yeah. like three times. So thank you very much. She's the fact checker slash producer yes. of Kowski Cast. She really is. Yeah. You should get a producer credit for this on IMDb. Hi, Mary from the editing room here. Um, I don't know what Hannah is talking about. It was a 43 minute episode like normal, but I didn't I didn't look that up while I was on the podcast. So not to call Hannah out, but just making sure in case anybody comments on that. Uh, Hannah, I hope you watched the whole thing. Maybe you were just watching it on 1.5 speed. I'm not sure. <laughs> Do they do podcasts for IMDb? Is there like a I like you a can yeah. like there is like on IMDb you can put podcasts, hmm. but like imagine putting every podcast episode into IMDb. Like <laughs> who who has the time? 
Yeah. Not me. And I think if I did that, I would be mocked mercilessly. But, like, I, bullied. Probably. But um, <laughs> that does remind me, uh, speaking of the internet. So hopefully everybody is hearing this episode of the podcast um, because nobody probably knows this yet. But uh, over the week, I did a, basically an entire restructuring of how the podcast works behind Ooh. the scenes. So KowskiCast.com is actually a completely new website now, completely new hosting service, new website. Feel free to take a look at it. If you're looking at it before Sunday, April 2nd, mm, then it may not be completely fleshed out yet. Um because hopefully this weekend I will have time to do things like update all of the bios and add an about page. And if you're like, oh no, what happened to the Riverdale page where they track all the close but no cigars? Don't worry, it's coming. I will put it there. It's just not there yet. Um, but when are you I, supposed to have time, Mary? I don't know. I thought I would have more time over the last three months to do this, but I didn't. So basically, if anybody uh, is listening to this podcast who only listens to Riverdale stuff, I did actually release a podcast in the last couple months, and that was on the movie Do Revenge. It was a crossover podcast with uh, the Shit 90 Show podcast, and uh, we were talking about it because Kowski Cast used to cover a show called Revenge, and it also starred Camille Mendez. So like, you know, total Kowski cast crossover and uh, made a lot of references to 90s movies. I loved the movie Do Revenge. Hannah, did you watch Do Revenge? I did watch it after starting your episode. And then oh. you're like, if you haven't seen it, now's a good type place to stop. So then I stopped and watched it and then continued the episode. I, I and really looking the at the new Kowski cast uh, website, by the way, the last Riverdale episode was in August. So it was last summer. Oh, okay. It was but last summer? But the go. November was the Do Revenge okay. that you released. Oh, and I that's why it, so, so it has been longer. That's yes, why it so it has so long been longer. So it has yes. been like probably almost nine months since I've... Yeah, it's, <laughs> seven, been, a, it's been a... Seven months? Yeah. 84 wow. years, you know? Oh, my gosh. Gotta quote Wild. that Titanic. Wild. Yes. Uh, so anyway... That is the most recent episode of Kowski Cast, but the reason I mention all of this is currently we have three different Apple podcast feeds and three different um, podcast feeds in general, one for Kowski Cast and then one for the Riverdale only podcast and one for the Twilight feed. The Twilight and Riverdale only feeds are probably not going to be updated and they probably might fail and not exist because the feeds that used to feed them don't exist anymore. So if they're there right now, they're going to break very soon. So if for whatever reason you are hearing this podcast somehow and found it, but were subscribed to one of those other feeds, go subscribe to the main feed. I may or may not find a way around this to bring those other feeds back, but do not rely on them. The main feed is still up and working, um, so definitely do that. If for whatever reason you use some kind of podcatcher where you have manually put in the feed, uh, go to the new website and check the RSS feed because it is now a different feed. So you should be fine if you go through other services and if you just search Kowski Cast, you should be fine. But if for some reason you've like manually entered the feed somewhere, it might break. I love giving people the technical advice that wouldn't be able to listen to this in the first place. You know, I but like maybe they found <laughs> it on Twitter. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, so I, I'm just putting this out there. I will find hopefully find a way to get this information out to everyone. It's been stressing me out for a long time because I was like, I need to fix everything on the back end, but uh, it's going to break stuff. So anyway, hopefully everybody is getting this. Hopefully if you've subscribed, it's still downloaded. We'll see. TBD. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll find out. Anyway, back to your regularly scheduled Riverdale content. So as you all know, this is the final season of Riverdale. And you may be wondering, it's been since August, apparently. What was the last thing that happened on Riverdale? Well, 
Hannah, do you want to give us a recap of season six? <laughs> We're just going to put you on the spot because I don't remember what happened to season I six. No, we know season six. Season six uh, started in an alternate universe and oh, then it went right. back to the normal universe and then there was a wizard and then there was seepage between the two universes and there's multiple jugheads and one was writing the stories that kept the alternate universe alive and then they all developed superpowers because of the leak between the universes and then um, at the end they were trying to save themselves from a comet and they all gave their powers to Veronica who then kissed Cheryl to give Cheryl all the powers and then Cheryl used the power of the phoenix with everyone's powers to fight off the uh comet but then uh they all went back to the 1950s and are teenagers again and only Jughead remembers uh and yeah that's what happened I think that's, there's more there's like labor disputes and like <laughs> they started bringing in kind of social justice and like uh-huh. some anti-racism stuff and then biblical plagues can't forget those yeah those were from the wizard right right percival pickens percival pickens hannah we didn't get your impression at the end of season six what were your thoughts like on season six as a whole were you down with like all the magic ready for it to be done it was so <laughs> it, it, it it had been so so done for so long that i think it was good for them to start fresh over with something else because that was where else were they gonna go when when they did the teaser at the end of season six that opens with the like hey we're back in the 50s I had mixed thoughts because on the one hand I was like okay final season do whatever you want but on the other hand I thought what was it all for then because this is like it doesn't feel like a final season it feels like a spinoff or like a sequel you know I I do think from the end of this episode we it is going to tie in together more and they probably will not be in the 50s the whole season uh but I also think put these people out of their misery they could have just ended with the comet hitting and it it was a you know extinction extinction level level event event and (laughs) it's over and there's nothing else we're done uh it's just not well, like for what reason and then oh they all gave up their powers except Tabitha magically gets to keep her time traveling just because she's apparently an angel <laughs> show me how she's not a human she's a human no, I don't understand it ain't right there's a lot of loophole logic that I've decided just to not even try to like figure out because I think I spent a lot of time during season six trying to make things make sense and I, I'm giving up I'm no, giving up now but no, we no more. but we did some of the people in my discord were just listening to the season six podcast recently and they said we got a lot of predictions correct oh look at us <laughs> they said we were like really knew a lot of what was going on i well, think it comes from your time being a writer on riverdale kirsten i think that really <laughs> lended a hand yes. to knowing no, what was coming next. I think the final sh- season of Riverdale, and therefore we need to bring back all yeah. our Riverdale podcast bits. This <laughs> oh show, br- I think, has broken our brains so much. Remember? That, I don't know. Just wait. Hey, I remembered what happened last season. That I is was so big. impressed. That, that, is that is big. big you remembered so much more than I did. Um, and they all sang a song, remember? And I cried when they sang it, even though it was so stupid. Ugh. <laughs> no, I don't remember. I don't remember that part, but okay. Oh my God. No, they were all singing like, oh, what if this was our last night on earth? And I literally cried. 
Oh my gosh. Um, Zero recollection. (laughs) Now, I know that there's probably some questions. Some people who are listening to this have this question. Um, I have this question too. Does season seven of Riverdale mean that this is the final season of the Riverdale Recap Podcast? It's a tricky question. (laughs) I mean, mean, we haven't gotten through season two. Season two, though. And I but will like, not do feel we satisfied. Have to go back? Here's here's what I will say. Even if it's just me, I will finish season two because I need to finish at least one TV show in full. Like I can't, oh I can't God. leave all these loose threads. And but I will we say, though, started in season three. Like we you, did. I don't think but you have to go back to season three one. podcast show. We sis- finished season one. And did like, you release? We recorded season two, episode one, right? Or like a couple? I think like season two through episode like four has been released. Like I think we. <laughs> just stopped part way um we got busy and i think it'll definitely come out what i will not do is hold either of you two hostage what i will do is welcome you with open arms if you would like to (laughs) to do that but i would just love for you to love yourself more than this because here's the problem i feel like season two was good i do i feel like season two was fun i love season two season two is my favorite season even despite the fact that i think i've said multiple times in the podcast that season one is but i do love season two you're allowed to change your mind. I just I don't think season two is the best season I think season one is the best season but I love season two because I really love the like oh man South side versus the north side Jughead almost died in the riots okay I was thought that was good stuff I thought for sure he was not coming back for, really for this I and for for a long time I wanted Cole Sprouse to be free but like recent not, and pop culture the, uh... news has come out now I only want bad things for him so <laughs> sometimes you see something on like pop culture news and you're just like man you could have just had a you could have you could have been liked <laughs> why did you choose not to be liked yeah well there's also like some theories on like why he said things the way he did as a potential defense against other things being brought to light which are conjecture so i won't get specifically okay. into allegedly, them. but i allegedly. believe them and i think he's a bad person that's my right. opinion yes but we are talking i about- only know about scandal all this other pop culture <laughs> stuff i'm so i don't have a tiktok people so i'm just like I feel oh, like all of this is I being revealed there. I made one really funny TikTok. You need to watch. Actually, I think I put it on Instagram. You could check it out there. Okay. Um. Did you? Are you watching Love Is Blind? Okay. Me? Well, never mind. Oh no! no I, I know very, Kirsten's not. I know. Kirsten I'm not letting myself. It. The day will be. The time will come when I need Love Is Blind, and it's gonna be there for me when that day comes. When that day comes, skip season three, but season one, two, and and four so far is good. Season one's great. Season four has been really fun so far. Anyway, I heard season four is the first time the women are worse than the men. Oh so yeah, that's interesting. It sounds is. like science fiction to me. It's kind of refreshing because there's been some. Anyway, it's fine. Okay, <laughs> this is not a Love Is Blind podcast, but if you're looking for that, it's on RHAP. We're doing Anyways, the plugs up front. Riverdale, <laughs> Riverdale. Okay, so I have so many thoughts about this episode, and I want to talk like big picture. And I want to, like, make predictions for where we think things are going and all that. But um, we got to be structured. So we're going to open with Jughead voiceover. It's a big boy, but uh, I think it has a lot of good content in it in case you're, for whatever reason, not watching the show, but you're listening to the podcast. Okay. Hannah, you don't need to laugh about the fact that I said it's a big boy. Um, I She did. <laughs> she did the right thing. <laughs> okay. All right. Jughead voiceover. 
The year is 1955. Number one on the Billboard charts is Rock Around the Clock, an earworm if I've ever heard one. Now some random fun facts. In 1955, a hamburger with a side of fries sets you back 30 cents. A comic book, a dime. A pulp novel, a quarter. It's been two days since Bailey's Comet almost decimated us, and we were somehow zapped back to the 1950s. I'm not sure how that happened exactly. I'm not sure if we're merely in the past, or in the past of an alternate universe. But things are different here in Riverdale. For starters, I live in an abandoned train car with Hot Dog, which actually tracks. And at Riverdale High, we're all juniors again. Betty and Kevin aren't merely friends, they're dating. Cheryl's twin brother is alive, but he's not Jason, he's Julian. No sign of a Reggie yet. But Archie exists, and he's pretty, and he, he's still pretty much a teen Charles Atlas. None of them remember our lives from before we became teenagers again, and I haven't tried to rem- remind them yet. I've been waiting to reconnect with the one person who might be able to shed light on our predicament because she was both chronokinetic and the town's guardian angel my girlfriend tabitha tate okay so i do want to say i really like the new intro with the like the little like circles it's like archie andrews betty cooper although i think Um, it was probably just for this first episode i think they'll probably stop with that well and what was really interesting too is like they haven't done like obviously like the costuming is very different to be in the the 1950s and the styling very different too i'm sure everyone has some thoughts on veronica's bangs Mm. uh yes i wrote down i don't like veronica's bangs. yeah i here's my toxic trait is for probably like three years I was like oh I think I could pull off like short bangs like that Mm. and like my toxic trait is I think I could look good in them and I would not I would look much worse than Veronica and she looks horrible um but anyway sorry I I strayed so far from the path there um but they've really toned down like all of the makeup on everybody as well like they're really trying to make them look like super fresh face like Mm. I know there's the scene of Cheryl with the red lipstick when she's like leaning out with the heart sunglasses but other than that they all have like pretty minimal base like there's not really contour going on it's really just like feathery brows super light mascara and not a lot else going on um which is very weird to me like from the Riverdale that we know but it makes sense if they're in the 50s I definitely felt like the the clothing was one of my favorite parts of this like revamp that they were doing and it just was I don't know each each person had their own unique style I really appreciated it and it was fun to look at and I think I think one I was saying it was debatable if you would look worse than Veronica with those short bangs because it's (laughs) pretty bad I would I would, because, like, Veronica has, like, a very sculpted face. Like, I have such a rat. Like, it's just not meant for my bone structure, and that's okay. But hold on. I I think we need to talk about hair a little bit more. Okay, so who, but whose is worse? Because I feel like Archie's hair is also pretty bad, and I can't tell if it's his hair or if he's finally convinced them to just let him wear a wig this time. I, well, I think Archie's hair just has always been so bad that it doesn't phase me to see him looking a fool. I think what's funny is because it, it's funny because the actor who plays Archie is the youngest out of the whole cast. This is the first time and they did a couple close ups where I'm like, oh, you look old and not like old, old, but like you're not a teenager. Like you cannot pass for a teenager and you're the youngest. And it was just and and I, I, I'll have to go back and check the makeup thing that you were talking about, Kirsten. But the thing that jumped out to me was there was a scene at one 
one point where they just kept zooming in on Archie and I'm like, I don't know if the lighting is weird or what, but your makeup looks so thick. Like he looked like painted on and like the wrong tone. Like it was both orangey and too pale at the oh, same time. And I'm like, I something not. Something is that. wrong with this. Um, and I don't, I, I, that was just, that was like, I apologize if like it was just lighting or something. And, and like, obviously they're well, getting older. It's, it's fine. Why are they have to be juniors? But also? you know, I, seniors. first of all, if it's lighting, you are an actual like professional television show. Yeah. Figure it out to have better lighting and better makeup. Like, this is a, a white dude. It is not hard to color match. They make so many shades of makeup for white people. Like, and all of the makeup artists are super trained to do it. Like, if you listen to podcasts with, like, black women, they often talk about how they have to bring mm-hmm. their own foundation because yep. the artists don't know how to color match them or don't have the color range that they need. So many brands don't have enough colors. There is an endless supply of makeup colors that will match Archie Andrews' skin. There's no excuse to not match it if that's the case. I didn't notice it but i wasn't watching that carefully archie comes on the screen kirsten looks at her phone it's like (laughs) i really hate him so much he he actually he didn't bother me as much this episode because it it was different but it almost reminded me of rivervale in that like he wasn't trying to be Uh, he wasn't trying to be macho man archie he was trying to be comic book archie and it actually kind of seemed like that like he was just like i'm just a regular dude like yeah it's not even season one archie because he's not like i need to gosh darn it it's so hard to choose between playing music and doing football he doesn't even he mentioned there's a whole scene in this episode where veronica's like what are your hobbies and he doesn't even mention music he has no hobbies no, because he only liked music because he was with the teacher who was molesting oh, him. Yeah. Mm. Yikes. Gross. Glad like, that's it's not, uh, like, thank God that didn't happen in this timeline. Although, if they're in the um, 50s, that does leave the possibility of actually having the real Miss Grundy as a well, teacher. Okay, so here's here is what I'm struggling with, and I, I would love to find a way to wrap my head around, but I'm kind of giving up. I don't understand what them being in the 50s means, because they didn't exist in the 50s. And so, like, are we to assume that you just take the entire ancestral line and shift everybody back this like is- 60? years no. or are we like cutting the chain and moving the, this you know what is I mean? this is for sure another alternate universe like this is not the same riverdale that they were in in season one and i would assume that they went back to the 50s because a obviously using tabitha's like weird time abilities like um but i think that her rationale at the end is talking about how they had to go far enough back that they would have like enough runway to actually fix things so that when the comet comes back it so, wouldn't like happen so I think that like their mission is to fix the world so it doesn't suck so bad in the 2010s uh but it's just it's a total alternate universe like this is not the same but realm since Bailey's comment is coming in two years from now or from the 1955 is she giving them runway from that comment or I guess the they one it would have to be yeah it would have to I be I think it's two different things I think it's giving runway from that comment and also like basically let's pretend you try chart out everything that happened in Riverdale in the town of Riverdale from the first six seasons maybe she thought okay everything starts going bad or the town starts getting evil around let's say 1960 so let's like rewind mm-hmm. enough to get before that because so like the things that are confusing are like okay Jughead's family does not appear to exist they have yet to like mention anything about his parents but like I don't 
don't understand that. So we can presume that in this timeline, at least, Hal Cooper, who I feel like I did not have the appropriate reaction when I saw him back on my screen of like, oh yeah, you're alive. So like, is Hal Cooper in this timeline not a serial killer? Are the Coopers in this timeline well, not even related to the Blossoms? Or are they? You yeah, know, it's like, I, I mean, don't know. We don't know if they're related, but he's certainly not a serial killer yet. But I think that if he has those dark feelings I I feel like there's gonna be an episode this season where it's like Jughead noticing signs in Hal that maybe he's going to like do something evil and he and like it has to get fixed because they're supposed to be pure or whatever if there was a season eight though that would be the plot because they would just repeat again it's just starting over so I've I think I said this for a long time I think the way I want Riverdale to end is the beginning of Riverdale and I think that we are on a path that could basically make that happen like yeah to where when we jump back to the future and everything has fixed if that's what we're going to do based on the this episode it seems like that's what we're going to do that we somehow jump back to like archie and everybody circa season one want jason blossom to be dead so bad well see you know and that and that's like the confusing stuff is like so if they go back to the future will julian be alive like there's so many complicated things yeah polly's not in this universe yet at least we just haven't seen her she might be here i don't know she definitely would have been a dinner no, but it yeah. was um, it was a thing where Cheryl had used the power of the Phoenix to bring so many people back to life, and when she was gonna need to use the power to like stop the comet, it was possible that some of those people would die. So maybe Polly died. Maybe, but then like it's just it's confusing because like Hal exists here, but like well, I mean, I obviously I understand that like Fred Andrews doesn't, but it was interesting that they called out the fact that Reggie has not shown up. Do you think Reggie's going to show up? Reggie's gonna show up, and it's gonna be season one. On Reggie. Oh, he is oh, going like, to be in a like leather mean. jacket and his mm-hmm. hair is going to be quaffed. And honestly, maybe I'll fall in love with him. Like, I don't know. Was Midge in this episode or did I miss see that? There was someone mm, who looked like no. Midge, but I don't think they didn't, they didn't say the character. It was just a girl with short hair. I'm sorry. Yes. If you're asking me anyone besides the gang, I can't tell you if they were there or not. Yeah. Oh, it, other than obviously um, Mary Andrews. And like, we haven't figured out, do the Southside Serpents exist in this yeah. universe? Yes. Like, there's just a lot. Tony was know. wearing a Southside yeah, Serpent jacket, jacket when she got yeah. off the bus. Oh, okay, good. Okay, I didn't see that part. But the so. Pretty Poisons never did. No, of course not. She so, liked the jacket. I think it's never pretty clear it. some of the things we're probably going to explore this season, things along the lines of, like, I, I think that from my take on this is they need to spend the season and exploring the reasons why some of these people might want to move to a different time period, like a time period that is not as bad for people of color or LGBTQ people. And I feel like maybe that's where they're going to go. And I mean, maybe. I am very glad that the main cast has so many, well, not so many, there's not very many at all, but like more, like actually has like black people in the main cast now, which is obviously not how the show started. Um, because if they tried to pull these plot lines without having black people involved, uh, it would be Riverdale, the white savior season. And I would not be covering it. Like I would, I would not be here. Like that is not appropriate. It doesn't feel the way that it's going. That's not, which thankfully is not what they're doing because they do have the inclusion of people of color in the show. Not enough. I don't think for them to be making this such a big plot point. Uh, but 
I guess they felt the need to address a lot of these social issues because obviously things that, like, things are not 100% perfect now by any means, but, like, publicly racism is not so bad as it was at that time. Uh, But, like, I think you're right. I think they're like, oh, we have to, like, create all the reasons why people would want, like, a different timeline. I hadn't thought of it that way. I think that's definitely the motivation. Well, I I feel like it's it's sort of weird because at first you look at it and you're like, oh, yeah, Jughead, why would anyone want to go to the future? They're all happy here. It's like, well, they're not. They're not all happy here. They just don't know that there is a different world that they could be in. But uh, that's like the idealized real world, not the absurd world of Riverdale season six, which was a bad place for everybody to be. Um, Well, but even this, this history, this or like this, this going back in history, right, is an idealized version of that because, right, there's, they're claiming Riverdale was the first to integrate and, and all these things and, 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 and admitted, right, well, the, student pointed out that there was still issues with it they don't have black teachers or people that are there instructing them as they should or they're not getting the same education that that they could be but it's it's it feels like the same thing where it's it's like a very idyllic version it's like this is how we wish it could have been done yeah and and here's the thing that's great to be like okay here's a better way that things could have been handled in the past but also this is a work of fiction they Mm -hmm. were sent back in time because of magic and an angel you know what they could have done they could have been in a 50s where maybe integration was not really a concern where Emmett Till wasn't brutally murdered for no reason other than racism and maybe we could have actually experienced some black joy in this episode instead of it all being based on this trauma like it's fake this is not real it doesn't have to be like real life so why not make it like better and be like oh really Riverdale actually was like better or in this universe is better yeah I, like, it's ugh. it's complicated because I feel like it could have it could have been that way, and I think you would have had the same number of people saying, "Why are they trying to pretend that this is how well, this and, world was?" And that's you know. that's the thing. But like, this is so fake. Like yes. they were sent back in time. Well, by it, magic. it's interesting because at the end of season six, the bit we got was a bunch of people crying in the fifties over the fact that James Dean died. True, did happen. I get it, but I thought that was weird because I thought not the. James Dean part but I thought it was an odd choice to be like back in the 50s where everything was perfect except the one bad thing was that James Dean died and I'm like mm, that's not how I recall the 50s from you know my I love that you the remember 50s. the 50s yes, yes. <laughs> but so actually when this episode started and one of the first things we got was talking about Emmett Till I was like oh this is gonna be you know we're gonna have we're gonna have some deep conversations here but also I thought I, I like the fact that they're not pretending like this. I'm not, you know, because I, I, I hear what you're saying. I, it's like, I yes, feel it's fictional. Like a, they could have done that. But I'm like, I like that they in a show where you're going to have black actors you need in characters. You you can't just like pretend that if you're if you're setting it in like a quote unquote real history, you can't mm-hmm. just be like everything is it's fine. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel like it's a much more nuanced conversation than we really have even the time to have yes. and we're the, not the right people to be having but I just think that uh they're falling into a trap of well we want to have a more diverse cast and then centering the plot lines for that cast in trauma and pain and the negatives which obviously are real and things that happen but it would be nice to get to see them experience joy. 
Uh, hopefully they will. Hopefully it'll hopefully happen. Hopefully they will. Yes. Because I, I do think that's kind of what this episode was trying to do of like, kind of like what Hannah was saying, like this is sort of idealized of, oh, what if you were in a town where one person reading a poem on the morning announcements, all of a sudden the teachers yeah. want to like talk about how, you know, that poem made them feel like you, you like that probably wouldn't have happened in real life. So certainly not. So maybe we're maybe we're going to, you know, start seeing like a, a more what if what if this is the way things went kind of version so anyway um okay so talking we'll circle back to the Emmett Till plotline in a moment um or I I don't even want to call it a plotline because like you know it's a real thing well no they they but they um they really grounded a big section of the episode in the death of Emmett Till and Tony trying to get the the article published. So yes, uh, but it, yeah. I and I wonder if just it, it definitely feels like you know I underestimate the writers, but it did feel like end of season six they're like all right, plan for season seven. We're going back to the 50s and we'll figure it out later. And then they do the whole James Dean thing and then they actually get to season seven and like, I feel like we can't just make the whole episode about James Dean alone. And it's like, yeah, I mean, what are they, what, like, what were they going to talk about if it was about James? Like, truly Um, How nothing. Veronica was BFFs with Jimmy and went skinny dipping with him. Hannah, thoughts on new Veronica aside from her bangs? I appreciate that they gave her some realism with the fact that she's admitting that she was acting out and and being a little bit of a wild child, but um, she's very uh, frustrating and uh, grating as a character. I don't know. But I will say when Veronica is first introduced to Cheryl, I was getting some major Char- Sharpay Gabriella vibes from like reminding me of those high school musical days of like, Oh, this new girl's here, and now I have to be mad about it. But um, and what have we said on this podcast before? Sharpay is a victim in that whole thing, and she did nothing wrong. Do Do you like the fact that it seems like everyone is friends? Like they you because in in original Riverdale, it's not like Cheryl was friends with the rest of the group. But like when they go to lunch, it's like oh, it's it's of course it's Cheryl and her brother and Archie and Jughead and uh, Tony and Betty. Like they're all friends. Like okay are they? I I don't know. I think the whole like we're teenagers again thing is annoying. <laughs> Why did they do that? I like, don't know. To and then us personally. <laughs> and then they throw in the fact that Betty's just like, yeah, I've been editor in chief for two years. And I'm like, excuse me, you were editor in chief when you came in as a freshman. Yeah, that makes sense. And there's no one else working on this paper. It's just two girls. Oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. I, d- I think that if they were not going to go back to being teens, they could not have picked the 50s because if they were adults, then they would have had to figure out like, okay, well, who's everyone married to? Because uh, it, the teen yeah. thing is fun, but it is yeah. it is very funny in a show that deliberately did a seven year time jump to like age up its characters. To, to its jump actors. one year. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but what, jump one real year. They really well, they jumped like 60 years. Yeah, yeah. Now. Well, yeah, now. Now they, yeah. It's so confusing. All right. So Veronica is the one who probably out of everybody seems to have the most different life than her previous version did because her parents are not, well, first off, at least so far, her father does not appear to be a crime lord or whatever he was. Uh, instead, he is a actor. Her parents are both actors in a TV show called Oh Miha. And uh, jumping to the very end of the episode Veronica's gonna get a call from Hermione it's very clearly a different actress like it's not 
I oh, thought, I thought it sounded I, like her. No, I thought I think that um just all of a, a lot of the adults were just all putting on transatlantic uh, accents. Is that for what this. it was? Because I'm I, listening to it, I'm like so. I'm closing my eyes, thinking this does not sound like her. Yeah, no, but it was um Molly Ringwald was also putting on a bit of that like that she transatlantic did. of it. She it's, did have an accent, yeah. Um, and I I think it's just because they are like maybe old hmm. enough to understand that people talked differently. <laughs> but do you think they got, what's her name who played her Marisol Nichols. Thank you. I, do you yeah, think they got I Marisol so. Nichols to do an off, like they didn't even like show her? Uh, she would love to do that. Oh my God, to just go into a sound booth, record it from uh, her own home and send it in. That is the dream true. for her. Okay, I'm going to re-listen to it because I could have sworn it did not sound like her. But I, well, I mean, it didn't sound like her normal conversation, but okay. I could believe that it was her putting on like a 50s voice. Given that she did a little bit of camp with the real housewives you know acting yeah. stuff i i would believe that she would come back and Especially just do small things yeah well i i still am crossing my fingers that we're gonna get a like full reunion in at least one of these episodes or at least a couple cameos from people but we kind of already are now that hal's here so oh. <laughs> you know the one I, we all but wanted. you want hal to oh. be back like it's okay kind of weird i was right? watching something else recently and that actor was in it and i'm like whoa because it's one of those things that i've definitely seen before but not since i watched riverdale i don't remember what it was it was like it was like, i didn't know he had ever done anything it was else. like it, it was like smallville or gilmore girls or like one of these other mm-hmm. shows that i've watched or revenge it was one of these shows that i'm like whoa that's how cooper i'll look it up later and how did it make you feel to see him in something else i just kept looking at his tiny little mouth it was still tiny he does have such a tiny it's mouth. tiny i don't know what it is his mouth is so tiny um, it's just genetics i think i know anyway so uh, she's she's into town. Ta- she moves into town, and she's like, "Oh, I'm like a famous actress," but like she's not really. Um, and then she says that she went skinny dipping with Jimmy Dean. Who knows if that's true or not? Doesn't really matter. She was one of the good time girls. That's what her words. Um, she Is that does... the equivalent of girls gone wild, or it's like, like yeah, are we supposed like, to know. These I looked it up. It was like a term used to describe girls who just like kind of wanted to have fun and like I guess the kind of like you call for. For a good time yeah oh for a good time call um yeah she also in this t- she's like just really bragging about her life and this is where she does the close but no cigar of the episode she talks about skinny dipping with james dean at the chateau and marmaduke but that's a close but no cigar for the chateau marmont which is a very <gasps> famous hotel in los angeles is our town catch. an actual movie i believe yes. so and I bet it does star Natalie Wood because they do mm. call that out. Let's but see. did Our it or did she get town. murdered first? <gasps> oh. Well, I actually think her Actually, death maybe might. not. So maybe I'm lying. Hold on. Wait, did it, Maybe there wasn't a movie of Our Town. Um, I mean, there was in 1940s. Your no. city. Close with no cigar. I mean, Our Town is like, is a. No, Our Town is real. It's a is play. It's a real thing. It's a play. Um, and I just assumed they did. They did a movie in 1940. So maybe but, they, you know, they did nothing in the, in the 50s. So maybe this is evidence. Is this a Close with no cigar for any Natalie Wood show? I don't think it's a Close with no cigar, but I think that this is evidence that they're not in the real timeline because there's okay. an Our Town movie happening in the 50s and it maybe is like an inconsistency in this universe. Very. Okay, but we're saying that in our timeline, wizards and other things did happen okay Okay. in 1955 natalie wood was in a movie called rebel without a cause yes of course which was with james James dean Dean. yes she was in the burning hills one desire Mm. she but yeah her career was cut very short by her untimely death which i think is like yeah but that wasn't until like the 80s but is like very 
1991. Highly indicated that she was murdered. Oh. Hmm. Okay, so it was Chateau Marmaduke? Yeah, it was Chateau Marmaduke was what she said. And then it's Chateau Marmont. What do we think of Julian? Um, I feel like the character of Julian doesn't seem that essential. However, I am extremely on board if they are replacing the Archie-Betty-Veronica love triangle with a Veronica-Archie-Julian love triangle. That, yes, I am on board because I support women's rights and wrongs. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I watched the preseason trailer and I feel like we are going to get some Betty-Archie at some point. No. I don't know why. Because we got to get them making out on top of the bed and then blowing up underneath it. Underneath it. The most unhinged part of the episode. Oh, my God. Uh, um, Yeah. So in this timeline, Fred served in the Korean War and died there, uh, which obviously we knew had to have something there. Um, I liked the I like some of the like 50s things because I liked the part where he's talking with his mom and promises to get Betty to unsoup his car and she's like okay I need to go down to 15 miles an hour and he's like 20 I thought that was funny I did appreciate I, that aspect and I also appreciate the realism of the mom admitting like hey I, the reason I'm so worried about this is because I can't lose you too I yes. feel like that and was like, a very real concern I'm just curious like when James Dean died did everyone get like wasn't allowed to drive their cars anymore like He's a teenager. It's not like he was out drag racing. Like he just drives to school maybe, and to pops and home. He does and he drag doesn't. Racing. There's no way that this There's weak milk toast Archie is doing drag he racing. He has flames on the sides of his he jalopy. Is so boring. He's so boring. There's no way. I don't know. I am always going to prefer boring Archie to like. I need to start a fight club with Archie. I honestly, yeah. this episode could have had him punching someone in the face. Yo, th- you okay, know, so. I would I I wouldn't maybe people needed to be punched. Yeah, let's we, okay. We we need to get through some of this <laughs> so I can talk about my favorite parts of the episode. Okay, so for we we kind of talked a little bit about it, but so for if for some reason someone doesn't know, um, the Emmett Till uh, plotline centers around the fact that no, confusingly, the students from Riverdale High took like a field trip to to go to see the the trial. That like it just seems I, kind I, of random. So it that, wasn't, like, why them? So it wasn't a field trip. And I am not a historian or like the most informed about this, but I believe that during the trial of Emmett Till's murderers, a lot of black people across the country went in to like protest and support. Oh, okay. Uh, I, so yes, like they, I, I it wasn't like it wasn't a, like a it wasn't like a school sanctioned field trip. trip but they took like to go there. It looked like it I think it was just a bus. Like it okay, was it whatever the Greyhound equivalent of the fifties was, was to it, go was and, it the, and be there. Um, the Josie and the Pussycats tour bus. I uh, no, they don't exist. Dang it. Can't have them come back. I mean, maybe later. I don't know. Yeah. So um, it it was interesting. I I wonder if the third student that we see particularly um, is going to become a character this season. Their name was something Walker. I looked it up because they only called him Mr. Walker in the episode, but I wrote it down. Um, Clay Walker is the name of his character. So, oh, I have to do my check to see if he was part of Archie Comics in any way. Um, But yeah, so what did you think of the whole 
whole sort of conflict here between Betty and, uh, for the most part, Betty and Tony, who are wanting to write an article to publish in the Blue and Gold about the experience um, that t- Tony witnessed at the uh, at the trial, which obviously was horrible because the murderers were acquitted. I think it makes a lot of sense because in our timeline, in our in our real timeline, ignited a lot. Like those pictures were published in different newspapers, and that realism of of having that shown in your face of what the horrific things that happened. I, I think it really set off a lot for the um, the equal rights movement and, and, and gave people a face to a tribute of why this needed, why things needed to change. And so I think it was good that it makes a lot of sense why they would be horrified of the way the trial ended up and why they would want to share their feelings about that. And um, I, I think... I think wanting to share those feelings is really good, but also the adults around not wanting those to be more amplified also makes a lot of sense, right? Like, you know, there there is some amount of the like rose colored glasses at the end, right, that we get with the teacher. But I think everything else made a lot of sense as to why they didn't want to kind of give them more of a platform before that. Yeah, and there was a lot of people uh, passing the buck as to why the article cannot be published. Like, oh, no, it's not because of, like, me and my emotions. It's because of this organization or it's because of the children or it's because of whatever, Uh, which I think uh, is very realistic. I think that there's a lot of white people even today that will cling to pretty thin excuses to not uh help more where they can uh and so it's like yeah white white people be doing that yeah um and so in terms of the the plot of the episode it seemed like we were introduced to someone who might be a future villain of the season um, I gotta be honest, I missed their name, but it was it was someone who was a like a, a child Werthers. psychologist. Is that wh- oh. what was their name? Sorry, Doctor Who. Doctor Werthers, and I couldn't tell if it was somebody that we were supposed to know before, and that's the same with Miss Bell. I'm like, are these people that we're supposed to Ms. remember from some way? Bell, I think, was the secretary before. Um, okay. If we're supposed to know them, then they didn't do a very good job of making us remember them. But I think that this psychologist is new. And uh, he's, I feel like he's probably going to do some really like messed up stuff over the course of the season. He's sinister. Dr. Friedrich or Frederick Werthers. Oh, this actor has played another character in Riverdale, though. Anyone want to guess who they were? Um, uh, uh, no. They were previously (laughs) Francis DuPont. That is a fake name that you just made up to prank me, and you will not catch me with that one, Mary. I know better than that. He was, I'm looking at a picture Oh, was that someone at the maybe the boys' school? It, it was. It, it was someone at the at the prep school. Um, Francis Dupont. He was the one who was the he was the author who like stole the writing from <gasps> oh. Jughead's like. So basically, he's played a bad guy before. Uh, the actor's name is Malcolm Stewart. So he plays Doctor Friedrich Worthy. Because I, I knew he looked familiar, but right. I didn't recognize. I'm the character. sorry, that could be any like white man over the age of fifty five. Like, there's that could be anyone. So do we think? <laughs> 
that okay i'm sorry i'm like i'm scrolling through this article so i've here's the thing wait I've you're stumbled, on the article now I've, yes i've stumbled across some interesting information while you <laughs> okay. two were talking about very important topics and i'm trying to decide if i should say it because i feel like it, wait so you it weren't could, even listening to us while no we're i was i was listening she but i need to listen she already it's knows. my own podcast i'm in charge um, oh my god <laughs> it's, it's so the information i discovered is about the character clay walker Okay. Who is a character from Archie Comics. A recent one. Um, I, I don't know exactly when he started, but he was in definitely a, a an article, article, an issue, Life with Archie number 16, published in February 2012. Um, the cover of it is a just married sign with Clay Walker and Kevin Keller. Oh. So... Ooh. Um, okay. I don't know if that's the direction we're going with this season. I it does bring it up an interesting question of, is Fangs in this timeline? No, because I don't think we see Moose either. But it's not so much in terms of like, I mean, Moose has been gone for a while, but Fangs just played a very big role in the previous season. Maybe he's the, on the, the south actor. side. And Reggie. I feel like Reggie has to be here because they wouldn't have like name dropped him if he's not coming in. But I am curious about the lack of Fangs. Chekhov's Reggie. You know, because for for almost everyone, you could say, well, you know, this is a perfectly acceptable timeline for them. But Fangs and Tony literally had a child who did age and then made, die? Age. Oh, do you? Then, he No, he was invincible. Do you think that their adult child is going to pop up in this season of Riverdale and they're not going to know it's their kid? Baby Anthony, big Anthony, who's like now like an, like another angel. Like it's very confusing. So I don't know. I kind of hope that their child who would be older than them in this timeline does not pop up because that would be super weird. I mean, everything's weird, but my, my mind is just it's trying no, to. I'm rooting for it now. Like figure out everything. So that's I gonna think that be. There is... Wait, 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 wait. Anthony is going to be what makes Tony realize that they're in the past because you can take a lot away from someone, but you can't take away a mother's love for her child. It will persist. But it's just so confusing because yeah, she's like stupid, ten years younger, okay? and it's, also sixty something years younger. It's, it's very confusing. stupid and dumb, but it could be the key uh, to all of it. Is baby Anthony? So we also learn in this episode that the Blossom family maybe they don't have drugs. Maybe it's just maple syrup in this timeline. We don't know. Well, because what drugs were they selling? I feel like it might be a little okay. early for I the it was heroin, but maybe not. I think maybe it might it be cocaine. a little early in history for the types of drugs oh. that they were selling. It might have been Good that point. they started out as an honest to goodness maple syrup empire and then the syrup started to dry <gasps> up and they needed more money, so they got into drugs. What was the gasp about? Yeah, I thought you were going to say something. You guys, well, I <laughs> It's all allegations, so I don't want to. <laughs> no, like, we're not. No, we're not doing yeah, that. We're not I'm doing really that. Right. Type um, it in the chat. I want to know. <laughs> I only um, have a mechanical keyboard. It would be really loud. Okay. Well, <laughs> a clacky whatever. keyboard. Brian yeah. buys clacky keyboards. Yeah. I. I think that, they, yeah, maybe they are good. Because from the very one small scene we saw of Penelope Blossom, she also seemed much nicer in this time. I mean, line. I don't are think we they're get good. Like, they're being propped up as the face of racism in Riverdale. Like, they're not good. Right. Well, and not only racism, but it seems pretty clear that Cheryl has some... Um, triggers when it comes to people even implying that someone could have been gay or bisexual well yeah 
I mean, uh, look at the time that they're living in, and then if Cheryl in the 50s is still queer, then she would probably be deflecting a lot. Probably. Yeah, it's, I definitely think that that is definitely something that is going to be explored in this season. Oh, Um, yeah. Which is, like, here's the thing. I'm all for it. But also, we already did all these plot lines in the real timeline. (laughs) Yeah, but now the stakes are higher because there's less societal support for the kids. Okay, here's, here's... She's literally got sent to Sisters of Quiet Mercy because of it. Yeah, I know. That was really Yeah, I don't up. like the fact that they imply that the system, Sisters of Quiet Mercy also exist in this timeline. We don't need it. Um, okay. So I, I do appreciate the way that that uh, plot line does get wrapped up in this episode with... Or wrapped up's not really the right word, but it, it culminates in who I'm presuming is the English teacher has yeah. a uh, decides to talk openly about um was it Langston Hughes poem yeah is that the one they read yes um about about Emmett Till and uh Tony stands up to to talk about it um and so maybe maybe things will be better um now I'm curious uh I don't think I've ever had an English teacher ask me how something made me feel Mm. I feel like normally they're just like and the blue curtains mean sorrow yes they they tell you how to feel about it and so I thought Mm. that was very interesting that she actually was asking how they they felt have you what's your experience with English teachers I remember it's been like nine years (laughs) since I've had an English class yes the the poetry course that I took in high school or whatever I remember that in like the first poem there was like here's this poem we need to dissect it so everyone's like pulling out books googling like every single word and what possible meaning it could have and she'd be like no the snow doesn't mean coldness it means hope and you're like what so then I started doing this thing where I would read the poems and I would write down random stuff like completely just make things up and uh, then I started getting A's so I decided just the more sort of like like as long as you can kind of talk about it this is not this is not to diss poetry it's to say when you are in high school um I was too dumb to to really understand poetry and still am. So I mean, I don't think that you were set up for success if your teacher is just going, no, you're wrong at every step of the way instead of being like, that actually the consensus for this poem is hope because of these things. Yeah, it just it felt it felt very difficult. And my brain likes to be told exactly what has happened. I, yeah, I wonder <laughs> why you went into software engineering. <laughs> Uh, it's such a such a mystery. Yeah, because see, in software engineering, if your program breaks, it's because you forgot a semicolon somewhere. It just takes you days to figure out where. <laughs> Most of the time. Um, all right. So, and then we get to the real crux of the episode, which is oh, Bailey's comet. Yeah, that's still a thing. So apparently, it's coming again in two years. I don't know why the long timeline. Whenever I hear things like years talked about in shows, I'm like, oh, years equals number of seasons left. But like, no. So like, what are we doing? No, this season's gonna move fast i think we're gonna see them in several decades over the course of the like 13 <gasps> that would episodes be so fun. that is so cool and they would definitely not do it because that sounds so cool i don't know i, <laughs> I don't my know. my <gasps> suspicion is that like we're gonna see them in like the 50s 60s like we're gonna see them in every decade i think over okay. the course of the season so they're just time traveling are they gonna be teenagers in every decade uh, probably but like i don't know Next also episode. i don't know this is a guess <laughs> please don't, don't take think, it I don't as think the it's gospel happening. truth no next episode is going to be the musical episode and they're going to do Grease. Oh, so that, that would be great. 
I Archie will that. actually be a, a, a musical drag wait, 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 wait. set in the 50s, made in the 70s. Absolutely. Kirsten just said that she would love something about a musical episode. I would like this. Yeah, I would love Grease. But like, I would be mad at the episode, but I love Grease. <laughs> and then they'll jump to the 70s. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This would make so much sense because they're just trying to rip off WandaVision. Oh, right. Because of the fake Cheryl knockoff Wanda from the previous episode. Um, okay. So when we had the cliffhanger from season six, we were told nobody remembers anything about their lives except for Jughead who remembers everything and then they decide actually that's not going to work well for this plot it's going to be really annoying to have one person remember everything and everyone else not it also even in this one episode I'm like it's not really fun having Jughead be so separate from everyone else like you can't can't just like live so the entire episode is about him being like okay I need to show everyone proof that we're from the future so I'm going to dig up this time capsule and then he does the world's worst job at trying to explain the future he's like uh a smartphones are a thing in the internet and, and the spotify internet is like why did you bring up spotify people don't know about digital music what are you talking about he doesn't know about spotify sponsor it's a brand it's, it was well a, yeah it was obvi- a obviously spawn con but i i my my favorite part was when everyone's like okay well like maybe just tell us like what we're like in the future but again it's not your future self it's not like you when you're older it's like a Kirsten said it's a different like universe I loved, timeline I loved when Jughead goes Betty and you hunt serial killers oh I guess those haven't been named yet like <laughs> Yeah. Because there weren't bad people at this time. Well, no, 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 no. But the term serial killer no, was no, coined in the seventies, right? Oh. But I just love that. I, I just, love what that. What did they call them before they called them serial? Killers? I don't just think like they, people who kill a lot, repeat killers. I think they I just know. call them murderers. Oh, okay. So they, they just they didn't do was, anything about them. They I, they just were not equipped to deal with anything more than like someone who does like one, one very crime. messy murder. Like they didn't even have DNA. I mean, there were just too. groups of murderers, right? Like everyone was just going around killing people uh oh yeah that's true i don't think that everyone was going around killing people everyone but i think that it was a lot easier to get away with killing people because you could just like burn your clothes and wash your hands and like bleach stuff because they didn't have dna evidence like i think way less. i don't even think you need to go that far (laughs) i think way less people are doing murders now because of the fear of dna evidence well and just like oh cctv could have caught well yeah i can't just like hop over to another town and no one will know who i am like he also talks about kevin and this is my favorite part because this is my you know internal canon that jughead hates kevin that we kind of hypothesize but has not been based in any kind of actual truth uh because he tells everyone like sort of positive things like oh veronica like you own a casino and you owned a speakeasy and like tony you own a bar and blah 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 and uh <laughs> he's like kevin you um directed some musicals high school musicals where people died and, <laughs> and then you joined a cult and kevin's like hmm, okay <laughs> like he just hates kevin so much Do they that even he know only what had cults negative are in things okay but i think I, I think the main thing that he wanted to bring out about kevin he felt like he couldn't reveal in this plot. Oh, probably. Yeah. So it, he's like, the one thing that most people know about you, I'm not able yeah, to bring up he's here. He's like, I yeah. can't say you're gay, but I can say you directed <laughs> musicals. And it's like pretty much the same thing. Oh, no. Uh, but he What's is, and the he, inch? Oh, yeah. That, that oh, part that was, that was so cute. It was die. like kind of sad. I don't get it. An inch of what? Oh, so sad. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so Jughead just sounds pretty absurd. And my other favorite line from the episode was when Archie's like, hey, Jughead, like, let's go over here and talk. And Jughead says, you're not going to beat me up, are you? Because you're really violent in the future. And he's like, no, we're just going to go talk. That was the joke of the episode. See, for me, the parts I loved about this, and it'll probably all fall apart soon, were the writers acknowledging the things that people complain about and sort of being like, oh, maybe we'll really kind of rewrite it. Like Archie maybe won't be just like a punch of hall. Like maybe he'll be like more of the the stable leader of the group. And like <laughs> instead when- he'll have no hobbies or interests. <laughs> I felt kind of bad for him. Like, oh, Archie, you're just kind of boring. Um, and then, uh, of course, when when the real Tabitha shows up and talks to Jughead, she says, like, everything morally and societally was so bad in Riverdale. And it's like, yes, it was. You guys were writing yourself into a spiral that you couldn't get out of. There was no way to be like, and now it's a happy ending. It's like, well, it's a happy ending, except the town sucks and everyone's dead. So, like, and that would have been the happiest ending of all. An it's only fun when it's level funny. Event. The extinction can, is only... So apparently, all of their work and plans failed. And the comet did hit. D- do you guys... Do you like that? Because on the I one mean, hand, it does help with, like, Tabitha's whole thing of, like, I've tried, like, seeing every possible end of this and we never win. Except for the fact that I think she was referring to Percival Pickens. And I think they do actually beat Percival Pickens. They did beat him. He They like, they they'd find the loophole They for that stabbed one. him a lot, I feel, I think. Well, and they like because they remember more they, than they, us. Like, so they like I'm brought trust you in on like the one. River Vale people, or like they yes. like brought him just. I don't know. It was weird, but they beat him for <sighs> sure. They, they put him in River Vale pops and then stabbed him a bunch, and then like the the Lucifer guy like took him. Oh yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. Satan took him because they he owned and then they his soul. took him. I think they had to take him outside of the t- town limits. Yeah, they had to. They had to take him somewhere to do. Any, it doesn't. That doesn't was really matter. Name, was his name Lucifer? It was something like that. Um, it something was some play says, on, like the devil. It was Lucifer. Yeah, Lucifer. Cipher. Thank you. Thank um, you. I think that I just, <laughs> you are saying that, like, oh, they did all this work, but really they like did nothing that worked, and then came together with like a very last minute thrown together plan. So like. Yeah, your last minute plan didn't work. Heather and somebody untied some knots. That was a thing. Did something, who, right? He, and he, I was about to ask who's Heather. I think I know who Heather is now. I think it was Heather and... Oh, oh wait, yes. what happened to the little the, redhead kid? Oh, she gone. Oh, yeah. What was her name? Um, <laughs> Annie. Abigail. No, that was the grandmother. <laughs> None of us remember. Bri- Briley? What was her name? It was something dumb. I think it started with a B. It doesn't matter. Babitha? She's not here. Whatever. She's not there. What did you gone. say? I said Babitha, like that, Tabitha, but with a B. No, that, a I don't think that's okay. a name. Tabitha's plan B was to use her... She says, <laughs> I used the last of my life force to send you to the past, and I thought it was going to be like, and then I died. I'm Well, just now she's like, just an angel. I thought she just wasn't going to have powers anymore. Okay, confusing. So then the big moment at the end, she makes Jughead forget everything, which I do think kind of gives the show a lot more free reign to figure out what they're doing with this season and more time to like actually play in the present, aka the past, without Jughead being like, but no, doesn't everybody remember? Hmm. Like, no, now I did get it together. I, Nobody knows. All right. I would like us all to really quickly just let's circle back to my favorite topic, Bughead Watch. Is it happening or is it not going to happen? Now, no. I know they had no interactions, but why else would they have erased his memory of being Yeah, that's that was my first instinct is that they were, are hoping to do Bughead stuff. But I have a feeling that the actors don't want to do it. And so it might but just not happen, even though they're setting it up. 
Here's the thing. I think it's great when you can rely on the chemistry of real relationships in TV shows. But I am frustrated with TV shows rewriting plots that make sense in order to fit people who date their breakups. You guys should not have dated. This is why you don't this is why you don't date coworkers. Well, but I will also say that I know at one point Cole Sprouse said he was interested in them exploring the asexuality of Jughead. Oh. So now that's that's an interesting I don't think the show. Yeah, would but do that. I think Cole Sprouse but. just said that to sound like a pretentious douche because that I think is his motivation <laughs> behind all of his communications at this point. Uh, that yeah, was, like that was a long ago. time ago though. Yeah, was, yeah I don't think but... that being pretentious grows overnight. Yeah, like smoking on Call Her Daddy and like acting like a dick. Like that didn't just come out of nowhere. You know how many people sent me those clips? Like, As if you many. wouldn't have just like found them in the wild on your own, right? Like the algorithm no will provide. Okay, so uh. real quick side note. Cole Sprouse went on this podcast Call Her Daddy, which used to be a podcast all about like women giving like sex and dating advice and it's on Barstool. And then the co-host like split off and the one co-host, Alex Cooper, just interviews problematic people now and like, and not only problematic people, but like just gives people a platform. It's like the... It's like when boys listen to Joe Rogan, like the girl version of that is listening to Call Her Daddy at this point oh. in time. And so I had never heard of the podcast before. Before Oh, it's like very well established um, okay. for reasons that I cannot say on this podcast because you will bleep them out. Um, but <laughs> Cole Sprouse went on and did an interview and their video interviews in the studio. And he's like smoking a cigarette in the studio and like. Basically trying to make it seem like um, he is never the problem in a breakup kind of situation. Uh, and there, there were already some things he said that he's either wildly misinformed about or uh, were just lies. So it's one or the other. <laughs> anyway, it's it's a hot mess. I did not watch the whole thing. I did watch a lot of the clips. Um, the one thing that I did think was kind of funny, and I don't even know if I want to say this. Everyone seemed like very much like, oh my gosh, why is he smoking? And I'm like, look, I am the first to say don't smoke cigarettes but also uh we've been new he's been he has like every single picture of him on instagram is his smoking cigarettes like do people just think those were props like it's like this has been for the last like 10 years they thought they were fake oh no nope i thought they were those candy cigarettes (laughs) but like why is he smoking inside is the thing like it was if people want to smoke like you're legally allowed to smoke even though you shouldn't but like you don't it was smoke more about the way that he studio and not only that but it was more the way that he like clearly thought he looked very cool and and he it, did not i just want to be very clear for the record he looked like a loser <laughs> like he did not come across well if you listen to this podcast and you <laughs> he's are, a weirdo and you are a <laughs> you are a cole sprouse fan um i'm sorry but i would have gotten more questions about why we didn't even bring this up i used to be a cole sprouse fan until i saw that interview yeah it was i think my peak cole sprouse fan was um big daddy era oh okay sticking the adam sandler movie 20 years ago or 20 plus no i i know i i know what the movie is it it's your answer that confuses me Oh gosh! Um, there wasn't was a question, friends. so I was he just was offering friends. it up. That was uh, yeah. I, that. I would. I was like a sweet life of Zach and Cody. Oh girl. yeah. I mean, yeah. I was definitely. I would definitely watch Sweet Life, but 
I feel like the peak. I don't think you can grow up in 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 the spotlight or in in yeah. the entertainment business and not have some messed up stuff. About well, and especially you. Disney. Like Disney's really messed up. But like Dylan seems to be not such a problem. And then Brenda Song did an interview where they asked like about the Sprouse twins, and she said that Dylan Sprouse was always really nice when they were on their periods and would bring them chocolate and stuff, and that Cole Sprouse was kind of a dick. So I think he's just always been the worst twin. I yeah I mean I have a hard time looking at like how old were they 11 to 14 on that show and being like they should have been nicer I actually think everyone between 11 to 14 should have been nicer and I will say that with my whole chest I I should have been a lot nicer I don't like to go back and look at those oh my god were you a bully I was not a bully um I was not you a bully. You can be real. We're the only people here. Yeah, you no, can tell me if you were a bully. Look, I'm, I'm way too dorky to be a bully. I will say that me and a friend, I feel like we uh, had some people, there, there was like one or two people that we would sort of like... Bully. Not bully. No, no, no. Like just to our own selves when we were at home, be like, oh, they're so weird. And like... Also behind their backs. But like not, but not like to other people, just to ourselves. And but there was just, and it was just literally us being like... Oh, that person is so weird and then like getting older and be like wow like we shouldn't have we shouldn't have even thought those things you know were you insecure about how weird you were yeah probably it's like i just need to be cooler than one person once i hid in a tree because i didn't want to hang out with my neighbor and i hid for so long that she went to my mom and my mom started like screaming out the front door like where are you and i had to come down (sighs) and you know what i stand by i stand by that i still don't like that girl today Well, at least you knew you probably had some good. I tried to be friends with the wrong people who I thought were cool. And I thought that to be cool, you had to like make fun of other people. But I turns yeah, out see, it's just more thinking. fun. Yeah, it's just more fun to like be around people who you don't have to you know, be the, fake around. The problem of me being mean was that I would hang out with that girl, but only in the summer to use her pool. That was the mean part. And this is this is where I'll say that me and my friend were definitely not bullies because we were very nice to these these people. I mean, I don't think I was a bully. I think you were a bully. You think I bullied her? No, but like if I had to pick one of the three of us to be Oh my God. No, but that's that's where you would be wrong because I was heavily bullied. (gasps) I was like the one where it'd be like, oh, like Kirsten touched you. (gasps) Yeah, no, I was like, I was like very very uh mistreated i think people tried to bully me and it just didn't work (laughs) because they would like say something mean or tease me and i'd just be like i don't i don't really get embarrassed or like upset like i just i wasn't i wasn't really it's kind of unflappable so i just kind of like and i love that for you yeah i i stood up to some bullies a couple times they were bullying someone else and i was like you kids are mean actually no here's the thing i was a snitch um (laughs) <laughs> but like I think it's fine to snitch on bullies like it's not like I was friends with those bullies like there were bullies who would like literally do things like slap books out of people's hands and I would just like walk over the teacher and I'd be like so and so just did this <laughs> like, so funny <laughs> like, dropped your waffle I'm a rat <laughs> that was like something stupid people would say to like make you look down and then dropped your waffle I've never heard of that oh my gosh yeah I guess they had a different type something of ridiculous just to make you look down and then they're like oh I made you look yeah like oh you got something on your chin oh you like yes. flick their nose yeah I okay. love doing that. I feel like that's Even kind today. of flirty when you like point down and then flick someone's nose you think that's flirty oh yeah oh your Canadian just really came out right there <laughs> what <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> first time <laughs> that's been that way. I 
I'm sorry. Everybody who hoped we were covering Riverdale <laughs> just um, caught up on like so many You know what? It's on the um, East Coast here. It is now past midnight. Remember, this so is our podcast. We're close to witching hour. <laughs> witching. Also, oh, now it's our podcast when things aren't going according to plan. <laughs> but when you are not paying attention, it's your podcast. Got it. Um. Yeah. So, no. Look, here's the thing. I like. I just talked about how I'm unflappable and don't get embarrassed. But I'm still sitting here being like, oh my gosh, I wasn't paying attention. And they were talking about very serious good things. Oh, They're probably doing oh a really good God. job. And I was like, oh no, I'm like googling who is Clay Walker, Archie Comics. Well, the thing is, is was... you will hear it again. Um, when you edit the podcast. Except I stopped. I stopped editing them. oh my god my life changed like middle of season i don't know when it was season five and i just kind of stopped editing them and like everything got so much better in my life probably not on the podcast but in my life it did. so i stopped spending three hours editing um okay so we've kind of already talked about this kirsten thinks that they're potentially going to spend this series season finale season doing like popping around through time different decades i think that would be really cool i think that'd be really ambitious i don't think it's happening i think that we will get the final episode of the season be back in whatever present day whatever timeline like a happy ending some kind of situation but i think we are going to spend probably the rest of the season in this time period which i i don't know how i feel about that but that's what i'm guessing i don't know if we know if this is a full like i I think it's only 13 okay that makes me feel better about my prediction i thought oh 10 is great for me so hannah what are your thoughts on how you think this season's gonna go big picture i think we all know that i am the best person to make these predictions of what will happen and um i foresee that this is actually the final episode um there's actually no more riverdale after this and they're just gonna play reruns of old episodes of riverdale Riverdale and see if people notice. Are they going to CGI Veronica's bangs on her? Nothing's going to change in the episodes except for maybe sometimes they'll like dub over something that they wanted to, to fix. Okay. Um, it's been. Are those bangs real or are they? Okay. Th- I was just going to ask you. Here is my question. No, I do not believe the bangs are real based on other pictures I've seen of Camille Mendez. My question is Is this like a hairpiece that's just the bangs or is she wearing a full wig? I think it's. I don't know. It's blended in pretty well. It's pro- I think it's probably just the front of the hair. So that, I that's feel what like I would this hope. poster is different. The poster that of like mm. the season, it looks like better bangs. Yeah. Than what we're bit. seeing. Well, because I think we're going to see many iterations of her hair because they're going through the decades. Okay. So I would like to bring something back, which is the Riverdale wigs, tiny little sticky note that oh, I have. No. <gasps> Reggie's okay. on the poster. Oh, is he? Where is he? Yes. Who is the person in the back? I don't know who that is. Oh. Okay. Maybe um, it's Clay Walker. Okay, so here's the thing. The no. bangs are undeniably bad and they're horrible, but I think that they do look like they could be her real hair, which gives them a bump as opposed so, to basically every other wig. Here is my question. Is it better than... Cheryl's snuff wig. I don't remember what that is, but apparently it was, Probably. It was something bad. Is it better than Monica Posh? Yes. Is it better than AJ Kappa as Mary? I'm sorry. I don't know what that means, but it's on the sticky note. Is it better than Betty's wig? Yes. I the think black that, wig. I think it's the best wig we've seen. Not because the hair looks good, but because it looks like it could be real hair. Well, hold on. We have two more. Is it better than Clifford Blossom's wig? Yes, from, anything would okay. be. Is it better than Tony as Harley Quinn? We liked her wig. That was the one we would ranked the best. Um, 
So I think it is the best. I think it might be the best wig just in terms of quality. Yeah, I think it just because it looks like it could be real. That has to stand for something, right? Uh, What the hell is Archie as Mary Andrews? You know, I don't know. I wrote down AJ Kappa (laughs) as Mary, and I do not know what that means. Maybe is it is it from the Midnight Club? No, but he didn't dress up as his mom. I feel like this was like a joke when we made this list. But here's the problem. This podcast has been going on for too many years for me to remember every single joke we did. Um, So, Veronica. I looked at IMDb again, and there's 11 episodes currently slotted. I think it will be no more than 13, but could be less. Cool. Well, I'm happy about that. Um, unlike Kirsten, though, it's not for the time of fewer episodes. It's because I like the symmetry of having the first season be short and also the last season. I just think that with a shorter runway, they can't get themselves down so many paths. Yes. Um, which brings us to the Jughead outro of the episode. In those first few seconds after the angel Tabitha disappeared, I could feel the effects of her kiss taking hold. But for the moment, I still remembered. I needed to write down everything, our stories, our lives, before it was too late. How in the world would you do that in just a couple minutes? And he wrote, but the only words that he managed to get out before everything was forgotten were the words, bend towards justice, which I think was something Tabitha said, like, we need to somehow get everyone to bend towards justice. So there we go. That is the first episode. For anyone listening to this podcast who thought, hey, felt a little more loose, a little less structured. Yes, it was. Uh, We will circle back to that in episode two, tighten things up. But right now, it's, you know, it's the premiere. I wanted to just kind of like get some thoughts, hear from some people. Hannah, did you do the research in your scrolling of when the last time you were on a podcast with us was? No, I was trying to see if it actually gave the runtime of the episode to see if it verified of like, are we, are these all going to be shorter episodes? That's what I was trying to see. Mm. But I didn't find anything there. 33 I, I minutes doesn't make any sense because that's not like an actual time. Well, but CW is yeah. not like a real network anymore, right? So it's probably just oh. on streaming. Oh, true. I don't know. Maybe. But I think the last the last episode that I had notes for was season six, episode 12. So okay. I thought it was sometime far. in season six, but I couldn't remember if it was in Rivervale or not. I definitely think I came in after Rivervale because I remember you asking me how I felt about it. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's so, real. either of you have any final thoughts on the episode? Um, I love that they've made Veronica unbearable. And my favorite episode, my favorite po- moment of the episode was when Cheryl stormed into Pops and was like, she's a liar! And just, like, was screaming uncontrollably. So, are we team Cheryl or team Veronica for this episode? Um, I think they both came across very annoying, but Cheryl was more unhinged, so I am on her side. Okay, sounds good. This episode was titled, Don't Worry, Darling. And if you've been living under a house for the last year, uh, Don't Worry Darling was actually, I don't know, Kirsten, you like covered this in thorough. Oh my God. Don't Worry Darling was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Didn't even watch it. If it had come out in 2007, I think it would have had Oscar buzz, but it was just like not that interesting as a movie to come out in 2022 um harry styles and florence Pugh are the main stars olivia wilde was also there and there was like a media circus surrounding the video the movie including maybe harry styles spat on chris pine at Cannes film festival um the olivia wilde harry styles relationship um possibly her ex-husband trying to stop her from leaving the house to bring harry styles like a 
special uh, salad dressing. Oh, it's yeah, a lot of really interesting and weird news came Lawrence out about Pugh it. Lawrence having none of it. Ugh, Shia LaBeouf being the original star. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, so this is what's wild. If you Google Don't Worry Darling and it shows like the cast, it sh- still shows Shia LaBeouf. Like, he's Which one is of the wild. First pictures he's not in the movie. He no, he's not. He's not in it at all. And it is not a good movie. It's so dumb. I have not watched it, but I have watched videos about it. Here is something, though, that I do want to say. I actually think this was a great title of the episode, given the content. Like, it actually does fit. Well, and because the, it does, but especially if this isn't real and their right. real world is, like, a different Well, I mean, at the very dimension. least, it is, like, a fake timeline that Tabitha, who is an angel, has put them in. So it's basically not real. It didn't, it didn't happen, right? So because in Don't Worry Darling, spoilers, it's, like, set in a fake 1950s, which I feel like if you've seen even the trailer, you would kind yeah, of know. Yeah, Don't Worry Darling is, like, a computer simulated 1950s for incels yes great summary yeah. and also i did say the word spoilers so sorry to anybody who wanted to know that i'm sorry you're if you did like you're past the point it, there's all yeah. of the information i feel like at this point there. you either got really hyped up about the movie and you saw it or you didn't care but you wanted to know what it was about and so you looked it up probably yeah unless hannah doesn't fit into either of those categories in which case sorry <laughs> no i knew about it it's a no, horrible I, movie I, you don't want to watch, watch it. it yeah it didn't i did talk about new characters very briefly the main one there, of course, being Clay Walker, the new character. Hopefully, we will see more from Clay Walker. We didn't really get, and I don't think we had any dialogue from this episode. But they were, you know, sitting at the front of the class, so like we might, we might see. Them and again. He, he was during the poem on the announcements. He was in the gym, right? I don't know. Maybe he also went to Mississippi. Yes, for the trial. Yes, he, so he I go. yeah. So we, he was in several scenes. We will find out where Reggie is. I'm sure that'll be a thing. And Julian, do you think Julian is going to remain a, a big character um no i he I mean just jason never was do you feel bad for the actor who played jason that he really didn't get to ever speak except for when he finally got to speak in season six and then they were like oh we're going back to a timeline where you're not dead oh cool awesome except no you don't exist it's gonna be julian it's gonna be a different actor i think they should <gasps> oh have my just gosh. had this played by the same actor i think that i think he must have had a conflict or turned it down i think Wait. they did offer it to him probably did we remember that the third, like the the supposed triplet, that was the Julian doll? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my no, gosh, I, got that. I just remembered that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so Julian, who is like, could have been a, a another twin. Ugh. So do you yeah. think that there will be Jason this season, and maybe he's with Polly? No, I don't think so. He's with Polly, but they're not here. Oh. <laughs> and then the close but no cigar, Chateau Marmaduke. That's right. Chateau? Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. Chateau? No. Chateau. Chateau. No. Okay. Chateau. <laughs> Who is the most normal person of the week? Oh, I forgot we do uh, this. Uh, uh, I think it was Tony. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing? I think it was... Um, What's his name? Something Walker. I keep wanting to say your friend's Clay name Walker. Now. I, maybe Clay Walker is the most normal. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I mean, Clay Walker did seem pretty normal. He seems like a normal guy. He didn't I, get sent back in the past from a magic witch angel. <laughs> maybe he doesn't I exist. Liked, he could be completely like made up person. The 1955 Tabitha. I felt like she, you know, she was just kind of weird about this person reaching out to her okay so we're gonna give it to all three of them then okay it's <laughs> give a it to tony tabitha and clay walker i don't because i just don't think it can 
I don't know. I don't, I don't think it could be anyone who got sent back in the past by magic. Tony got sent back in the past. That's, and Tony and Tabitha. I don't know. I think my Clay Walker has Well, but this is, is a, like different a different Tabitha. Tabitha. Yeah. Because the other one... Listen. Which just it just brings up so many questions. All right, look, I promise from this point forward, unless they start actually tying things in and trying to get us to think about the future, I'm just not. I'm just gonna take things as they come. I'm just gonna accept the world that we're living in. Well, that's a lie. I will not. Don't, don't hold. I will it. not don't be accepting that. the world that we're living in. Okay. For the record, well, I would like to thank my two co-hosts here for uh, bearing with me through all of this. This is a this is a long podcast about a very short episode, as we've discovered. Has it been a long podcast? It feels like time has flown. Well, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. Time flies when you're talking about random other topics than the show we're supposed to be covering. Oh my god, I'm not going to be able all to right. get through 13 episodes if you're going to be making me talk about the episode. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. That's all. That's all. We'll be back next week for episode two. I say that. Are they coming out weekly? Like, do we even know? Do we know the schedule? I assume We're doing it's Wednesdays. The next one is coming out April 5th, which Wednesday. is next week. Okay. So, yep. All right. Until then, you can follow all of us at various places online. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You can mostly not me. Mostly me, Kirsten. Uh, you can follow me at Frail Mary everywhere. Currently, like I mentioned before, podcasting about Love is Blind season four on hey. Robinson Podcast with Asia Welsh. It's a great show over there. If you also are a fan of the show Outer Banks, myself and Sarah Carradine covered season three of Outer Banks on Post Show Recaps a couple months ago, weeks ago, whenever that was. In the past. Sometime February? I don't know. So not that long ago. Felt like a long time ago. Um, But if you for some reason only get your updates about podcasts from this podcast that is what i have been up to uh kirsten what have you been up to uh yeah so you can listen to myself and Lindsay wilson are breaking down tuka and birdie now over on bojack horse pod which has been a delight and you can hear me and sasha joseph breaking down pop culture celeb gossip and trending topics on mess magnets over on rob has a podcast Yes, which is my one of my favorite podcasts. Aww. It's a podcast brought to you by Kirsten. <laughs> Much like this one. Is this podcast brought to you by Kirsten McKinnis, I mean, though? I mean, I'm we all it. know that Mary is the... uh, Yeah, no, so now it's Mary's podcast again. Got it. <laughs> so, I, so this is a Vanderpump reference, but Mary's the number one girl in this group. I See, I don't know what that means. And neither does well, Kirsten, because she didn't... Did you actually watch any Vanderpump I, when you covered it? I have seen a season in the okay, past. whole season. Okay, okay. I don't get the reference, but I support Hannah in it. Never even looked at a picture. I know absolutely nothing about it. So all the people look good. the same on Vanderpump. Hannah, it's hard. Since you don't have a, a place online to plug, do you do you recommend Vanderpump? Should we be all getting into that? No. Okay. I think any any recap that if you are interested on Scandal, read into the sordid history of cheating and all the like weird things that go on with these people. And if you decide I want to know more about that, then yeah, go ahead. Watch, watch watch it. But I think there's a lot of other things that you can fill your time with that are better. And now that we know that this... So it's it's kind of wild to be watching the current season because it's like there's they're going through and they line. want to... It's so... And it's so like... you just We just want to fast forward. We want to see the what happened after this all broke. So it's, yeah. it's really hard to get through this, this current 
season. So it's, it's yeah. I am watching Luther and I'm enjoying that. That's a British procedural with Idris Elba. Um, I don't know if procedural is the right word, but I feel yeah, like it's I, British enough. always just is followed by procedural. Um, <laughs> Wait, can I make a podcast recommendation? Sure. It's called Normal Gossip and you need to listen to it. It's one of the best podcasts of all time. And it says journalists during COVID realized she just missed gossip and now they tell these like it's like one story every week and they go super in depth on this on like drama and it is my favorite thing with like normal people's drama yeah yeah like i listened to one this week um and like it's old because like they do seasons and they haven't released new ones in a little bit but it was like about a facebook group for a wedding and all the drama that came out of it and then like one was about four girls that went to a one direction concert together but didn't know each other that well like they're just so they're so fun and i highly recommend and i if you like mess magnets you'll love that well i like it's like one long anonymous Oh, very fun. I've gotten really into reading Am I the Asshole? Post. Oh, same. Big same. Yeah. So cool. All right. Well, everyone, that was uh, super fun. And until next time. Bye. I did talk about new characters very briefly, um, and the main one there, of course, being Char- Clay Walker. I keep wanting to call him Charles Walker. Is that a person? I mean, Charles Walker sounds like a oh, name. That's our that's that's our friend. Oh, that's our friend. Oh my gosh, I know a person. <laughs> oh no, I have to cut that out. That's so embarrassing for me. I literally was like, why is the name Charles Walker? It's literally, literally my friend's husband. Oh my god, that is um so embarrassing. Embarrassing for you. I don't think it's that embarrassing. I need to cut it's all really of this funny. out. It's like, oh my you gosh. Mean, you mean Charles? You know, you mean, you mean like the person we know named Charles? Oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. Okay, all right. Note to self: cut all that out, or at least move it to the end tag. Okay, <laughs> Clay Walker is a new character 